2015, I retired after a 35-year government career. Obviously, they didn't check my birth certificate too closely. I spent six months volunteering and going to the gym, but the transition was hard. Have any of you had a difficult six-month transition? I stumbled upon One Funnel Away and was considering these amazing internet possibilities. I put in the work, but I'll let you in on a secret. You are one funnel, course, or challenge away from the 12 you have to cut your teeth on. If you have invested in this entrepreneurial game, I see your heads moving up and down. Even harder for many of you, you haven't launched that first funnel yet. Hands? I found a better way. Is it okay if I share? It's called the growth mindset, and it makes all the difference in whether you're going to survive or thrive through this new journey. If you don't learn and adopt it, your problems will be stop signs, not puzzles to solve. Your grand destination will be just that, instead of the inevitable end to your hero's journey. You'll hate the reps, instead of knowing the hard work is bringing you closer. I teach it in my Launcher Challenge Challenge, along with the who, what, and how of things. The great news, just by listening to me on this podcast, your brain is going to force you to Google it and or me. You are actually on your way to major breakthrough. Let me guide you the rest of the way with my certified accountability coaching and program. If you have your message, you are just the growth mindset away. I'm Coach Ron. Let's do this. Today is an exciting day on the podcast. We're having Debbie Kaminsky in. She helps moms repair their relationships with their daughters in such an upbeat, uplifting, growth mindset way. I know you want to hear her story. So without much further ado, welcome to the episode. There we go. This morning, our guest is Debbie Kaminsky. She is not just an expert, but she is now an author on the amazing and complex mother-daughter relationship. She's a number one international best-selling author, speaker, and coach, here to tell us that it's all fixable. And I want to give you a couple scenarios because I, because I remember some of these from my daughter, and I know that it actually grates more on like the mom-daughter relationship than the dad-daughter relationship. But I, I remember my daughter waking up one morning with a meltdown, and she was sarcastic, and I just yelled at her. And she started screaming, stomped off, or she went to her room and slammed the door. I mean, that happened <laughs> every so often. And then I said to myself, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the parent that I didn't want to be. And, and that's, I know that the moms feel that guilt more than the dads because we always made up very quickly. But I, I know that there was always that tension between my wife and my daughter after those fights. So you're going to help us today, Debbie, and that is amazing. Absolutely. Now, I know that you've got that number one secret, but we're going to hold that off for a while so people listen to the rest of the podcast. Is that okay? You bet. You bet. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> Debbie is the founder of Goodbye Past, Hello, Purpose, and creator of the Ignite Joy Project, which I know she does as a challenge but she has other resources as well, and we'll talk about those later in the episode. She and her husband live in a little town in Minnesota where it is very cold right now. 
She is waiting for her new child, who is a canine child, an eight-week-old Yorkie puppy. I can relate to that, too. We've got three puppy children right now. So tell us about having a mascot puppy, Debbie. Just so excited, you know. I've always thought. Thanks so much, too, Ron, for having me here. Hey, I've always thought how fun it would be to have a mascot puppy, and I have been on a a mission to spread joy and to feel joy every day in my life. And I thought how fun it would be. I, I looked at this little dog. My dog. I have a dog right now. She's a cockapoo, and she's 14 years old. So she's kind of on her way out. <laughs> And I and, and I looked at this little Yorkie and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so adorable. I think I'm going to call it Joy. Oh, what a great name for a dog. And you, what this will also do, it might make the last couple years of your other dog's life more fun. I know, right? I've heard that sometimes the older dogs really perk up when you bring a little puppy in, so... I, I had I had one who uh, was really I, we thought he was on the way out and then I bought a summer house that had squirrels galore up on the top of a mountain and he would chase those squirrels at the last year of his life as if he was a one year old puppy and he wow. died a very happy dog. That's so good, so good. <laughs> so 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 we're 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 going to get a little deep pretty quickly here because. We all have stories of why we do what we do, and yours is pretty dramatic. You, yeah. Your story has led you on this quest to heal the mother-daughter relationship. And, yes. and I know this is going to be a little painful, but could you give us a little bit of that story? You bet, you bet. So I always like to start a story with a, a little bit of an upbeat, right? Sure. So as you can picture this, it's 1973. And it's the era of big, like big afros and, and the era of big Bonnie Bell lip smackers that we ladies would tuck into our back pocket along with our big plastic combs. Do you remember those times, Ron? Those big hair. I remember, I, re I remember big hair towards the end of that time. <laughs> yes. So it was the 70s. And in fact, it was 1973. And I was the middle child of three, the only girl, 10 years old. And I, Elton John's Rocket Man was playing on my round AM FM radio that hung from a silver chain over my bed. <laughs> and I was pulling up the psychedelic bedspread left over from the 60s. And I hear my mom call from the other room, hey, kids, come in here. Well, we clamored for the best seat on the avocado-colored couch. <laughs> and we're like, what, what, what? Your dad's moving out. We're getting divorced. What? What do you mean? Uh, where, where's my dad going to go? And, and when will I see him again? And, and I love my dad. It was devastating to me. You know, my dad was, he was the dance on my feet daddy. He, his tall stature, with, with, and, and he, had, he had long sideburns and aw, thick auburn hair. And he'd extend his arms to me and, and he'd say, shall we dance? And I'd step up on his shoes and we'd twirl around in the living room or at weddings. And then at, at, at Valentine's Day, he was the candy heart daddy. And so he would, he, would, he would hand me candy hearts in my hand and he'd say, for you, my princess. I loved 
my daddy. I remember those days. I've got a tear going down my eye right now. There, there are so many wonderful moments, uh, daddy daughters. But uh, this, this is this is going to take a a, a, a turn. Ready to be now that parents know now to sit down the family together and have uh, have the conversation so that they both can answer the questions and be a little bit more less dramatic uh it must this was quite the shock to your system it really was it really was i remember being devastated and my parents telling us you don't have to go to school today and i remember going back to school the next day and people saying why were you gone and my dad said don't tell anybody we don't want to ruin their easter and i was like so i couldn't tell anybody i was like i just didn't feel well so the secrets began right sure so what what followed after that was um, my mother um, had been having an affair, I found out. I wasn't aware of that. And she ended up marrying that man that she was having an affair with. And he was abusive to me in every way imaginable. And his wandering hands and wet kisses early in the morning would come into my room. And he was verbally abusive. And it, it devastated me. He was nothing like the dance on my feet daddy but the sad part is that my dad kind of became incognito and he i think he was just so deeply hurt he couldn't even face up to it it was very sad but what happened with my mom was i went to her at age 11 and told her i didn't like the way her husband was touching me and we never talked about it again i went to her at 17 because in psychology class, I sat there and we were talking about sexual abuse and, and I had a word for it. And I remember standing there in, in the doorway between the kitchen and the living room. And I, it was after school and there was my mom mopping the kitchen floor. And the sun was streaming in so brightly that day. It was as if, it was as if the angels were there, you know, it was so bright. I'd never seen it so bright. And I said, mom we learned about abuse in psychology today and without even looking up she said oh you're too young to know about that oh my goodness and i just blurted out mom your husband molested me and she said oh you don't even know what that is and didn't even look up wow i shrunk away i just shrunk away ron I left house at 16 and I really never looked back. Um, I was uh, I was abused at summer camp by uh, other campers. Um, not, you know, not, not, in, not in a traditional way, but in a sick sexual way. But uh, it's such a problem. People never talked about it. Parents never acknowledged it. It, and the and that actually is the healing part of it Absolutely. and 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 you can heal when you're when you're 11 and how much better would it be for the family for you for everybody involved if the healing starts earlier because yes. we are all going to have to deal with that at some point of our life because it's yes. just going to revisit um yes. so so you wrote the book the one thing Every mom needs to know. 
I'm, I'm actually a contributing uh, author in oh. the book. Yes, I am. I wrote the chapter on life-changing apologies. Wow. Now, that I, I want to hear a little more about that. So uh, just to let me finish the story, too, because I think that's really important for our listeners to hear. So I went to my mom again when I was 30 years old and, and uh, wanted to talk to her about the abuse one more time. And she basically called me a liar and told me I didn't know what I was talking about, that I had no business being a therapist. I was going to ruin a lot of people. And she basically shut me down. I was devastated devastated and it sent me into a pit ron that just i was there for a very long time with depression and you know just a pile of tears on the floor wondering what was wrong with me why didn't my mom love me why did she pick him over me right and so i spent my time wondering all of that and 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 the healing really came ron i did every kind of therapy out there from crystals to um you know regressive therapy to um reparenting and bioenergetics and i did everything and still there was something missing inside of me and one day when i was uh oh in my 40s we moved from detroit michigan where there's a liquor store on every corner <laughs> to, to fergus falls minnesota where there's a church on every corner well, it's really hard to run from God when he's sitting on every corner. <laughs> and I hadn't been much of a Christian in my life. And I believed there was a God and that was about it. Well, I was still in this pit. And so I thought, you know what? I got to do something. And the church that we were attending was having a seminar, a webinar. And I thought, I don't have anything to lose. I might as well try this God thing, right? So I headed to, I went I went that uh, that weekend. It was Valentine's weekend. And they had candy hearts adorned the tables around around the cookie trays as I walked in to the foyer and, and they had you know foiled candy hearts and red roses and I took a seat in the back of the sanctuary and the speaker said people on this earth will hurt you they will leave you they'll abandon you even abuse you but your father in heaven he loves you unconditionally yes and that's and this this ties back into the dogs the dogs love you unconditionally too yes they do they do and i thought how can something i can't even see or feel wrap his arms around me and love me more than these people on this earth and i i tears welled and i stood up and i exited the sanctuary as quickly as i can and quickly ran to the cookie table <laughs> And I, I reached down and grabbed a scalloped-edged candy heart. And mm. I turned it over in my hand. And it said, I love you. And I wept. And that truly, Ron, was the beginning of my real deep inner healing and my relationship with God. And truly, that has changed my life. That's amazing. Uh, and we, we all, we, we don't all, because we, we live in a very um, secular society right now, but, right. but we all can walk a little bit and get, not, 
get the advantages of faith, even if we're not ready to fully accept it yet. And I help people do that in my private practice all the time, where it's fine. I, it, I, I say the words, it's fine that you don't accept this into your life right now, but don't you want some of the peace? Don't you, yes, want, don't you want some of the strength? Don't you, don't you want some of the unconditional love? And it's yes. like, that's, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing that, that, that you have that in your life. And I, 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 I that's such a blessing. So I, I, I get it. I get it when people turn their back on God, because I always thought as a girl, if he's a good God, why does he let this horrible stuff happen to me? Sure. And I turned my back on him. I swore at the Bible and I walked away. So I get it. If our listeners are there, boy, I've been there, so I understand. Uh, the last time I made peace with God, I was about forty-five years old, and, and that, that was that was a discussion that took probably weeks uh, because I had had a traumatic uh, injury based on a divorce. Uh, it was one of those stress-related points things that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, takes time. it takes time. Sure, uh, and it. But it was it was a beautiful point of healing for 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 me in my healing to have that that strength. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about the book, and then we're gonna yeah. we're then we're gonna circle back to the number one thing. And I I already I already think I know what that number one <laughs> thing is because because I think we've I, bet you do. I, I think we've teased it pretty well here. How yes, do people no. how do people get the book? Yeah. So is available of course you can get it on amazon it's also available at uh, kindle the one thing every mom needs to know but listen i've got a better offer for your listeners than that because they're going to pay 10 to 20 dollars for that i've got an audiobook they can have for just four dollars and 99 cents so 4.99 um, and they can reach out to me at debbie at goodbypast.com and i dropped you also the message on messenger do you have that there it's i do i'm going to drop that in i'm going to drop that in the information box uh, for the people listening to the podcast okay yeah m.me i believe it is so you'll have that at facebook yeah so you can get it there it's a it's an awesome book it's top experts around the globe that have contributed to this book it's actually written uh put together by madeline davis and you can just get your hands on that my chapter is life-changing apologies and the five steps so i've outlined five steps to apologize to your child when you know you you you've slipped up we all slip up right ron oh uh, absolutely and i i it's it's amazingly powerful to mm -hmm. apologize sometimes i apologize yes. to myself debbie yes yeah, I'll, I'll have one, I'll have one of those days where I've, where I've got that list of twelve things to do, and I'll look at it at the end of the day, and I'll I'll move some of those things till tomorrow and next week, and yeah. and I'll just let it go. Yes, we have to. We have to find that place where there's forgiveness for ourselves when we fall short. For for asking forgiveness of what we do, we have to find that because we're not perfect. We never will be. <laughs> I I tell people all the time, there's only one perfect person, and he's not here today. That, that's right. Yes, we, we, we 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 have hopes of meeting him sooner than later. Yes. Yes. So uh, you're now. I also want to talk about your speaking because you're uh -huh. you're now you're now rated in the top ten percent of speakers in the nation. 
which is an amazing accomplishment that I've been, I've been, I've been, I've, that's my glass ceiling. I, I, yeah. I want to be on some big stages. I was supposed to be on some big stages this year and uh, they've all turned virtual. Yes, I know what you mean. It happened to me as well. Yeah. So, um, so the number one thing you can do is apologize. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we get into that pride, don't we? And we're like, uh, what? And we get all puffed up and we get all like, I'm fine. She's fine. He's fine. But, you know, mothers and daughters have a really special relationship. And you probably know that, Ron, from watching your your wife with your daughter, right? It's it's so special. And my relationship with my daughter is amazing. And it's because I was intentional in my parenting. And, and there's that point, you know, where we hear our mom's voice fly out of our mouths. <laughs> and we can do one of two things. We can laugh it off and just say, well, I'm just like her. Or we can say, hey, that really hurt me. What do I want to do differently? De Debbie, when I was 12, I sat down and made a list on lined paper of the 20 things I would never tell my child. And well, they, they, they all came from my mom and my dad. Yes. And I carried, I carried that list um, for years and years, and I still bring it out when I teach sometimes and read from it. And people, people just, they're crying and they're cathartic because their parents said those things to them. And I try, I've tried very hard and I was mostly successful in raising a healthy, happy, thriving child. And yes. I, ha I had to learn that by myself when I was 17. Wow, that's very young. So, so that's I... Well, That's a lot. Um, well, society will condition you one way or the other. And uh, freshman year, freshman year of college, I had I had some roommates that uh, taught me that that the way that life was, uh, that I was treating life and uh, my my way of interacting with other people was not acceptable. And I had to work my way backwards from there. You know, we don't always realize, Ron, that we have choices about the way that we respond. And, and, and everything that's happened to us in our lives affects us, doesn't it? And so we have to consciously decide, like you did it at age 12, I'm not going to be this way. I'm not going to do that. I'm, instead, I'm going to do. But we have to be careful also because sometimes the pendulum swings the other way and then it, it's just too much permission. So we have to find that balance between discipline, loving, uh, kindness, and all of that jazz. So anyway, this has been wonderful. Oh, it, it, this, so what, what, what a fun interview. And I, I know that all of my Growth Mindset Guru listeners are going to be fascinated by this, and I hope they all take advantage. And you said something about a PDF earlier that, that you could offer to my audience. Yeah, absolutely. I have a PDF, uh, The Five Tips to an Amazing Mother-Daughter Relationship. You can go pick that up. It's free uh, on my website, and that's at goodbypast.com. It's goodbye, like goodbye. Goodbypast.com. Awesome. Uh, my guest today has been Debbie Kaminsky. It's been amazing talking to you and just sharing. It's it's about love, and you're all about love, and we we enjoy guests like you more than you will ever know. So thank you very oh, much, Debbie. You. Debbie Kaminsky has some exciting news for everybody. 
She is starting a challenge next week. Could you tell us about it, Debbie? Yes, I'm so excited about it. It's the very first time I presented this information. The very it's it's the launch of the mom and daughter challenge it's a five-day challenge it starts on monday at 7 p.m central standard time i know those time zones can get kind of mixed up i i i encourage everyone to google it if you're in mountains mountain time zone ask google (laughs) if you're in eastern time zone ask google yes 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 so it's it's starting on monday night 7 p.m you can you can join it it's absolutely free Join the challenge for free at www.momdaughterchallenge.com. We'd love to have you. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about the book. We're going to talk about uh, the number one secret. We're going to go a little deeper into that to having that amazing mom and daughter relationship. So we'd love to have you join us. Awesome! And how long? How many days is this challenge? It's five days. It'll be Monday through Friday. That's fan- every night. That's fantastic. And wouldn't it be very cool if you get some moms and daughters to join together? I would love that. That would be just wonderful. Oh, I'd give them a hot seat for sure. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So so this is this is your little bonus, everybody. Debbie's got a challenge starting Monday, and I would love if the moms and daughters out there would take it with her. Same contacts in that uh, you gave us before, right? Yep. And if you want to sign up for it, just go to www.momdaughterchallenge.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Debbie.